Merry Christmas Crossview. We hope you are having a good start to your 2022 Christmas. It's cold. Um, it's a We're white Christmas. A white Christmas. White Christmas. Um, which personally. We have to shovel it yeah. and the kids get to play in it. I am not happy at all about this white Christmas that the pile at the end of my driveway is already about my height. Um, but we are, we're honored to be with uh, those of you that are watching this this morning. And so we want to uh, share the Christmas story with you. We want to share some thoughts on this series that we are uh, sort of coming out of, Joy to the World Anyway. And um, Brian was saying when we were prepping that our, our hope for you out of this is that um, you will find joy in Christ and joy in whatever today might mean for you wherever you are uh, for this. So I'm going to hand it over to uh, this team to read the story for us. Yeah, it's really appropriate for us to look at the birth narrative on Christmas Day, yeah. um, and particularly for us to look at it through Luke's perspective, because Luke everywhere in his gospel is writing to people who are the outcasts, yeah. to people who are living life that's really messed up. So it's appropriate for us in the midst of wherever we are at on this Christmas day to take a moment to stop and to hear a narrative from the perspective of that mess yeah. to see how Jesus has entered into it. Yeah. So Luke, the Gospel of Luke, starting in chapter 2. At that time, the Roman Emperor Augustus decreed that a census should be taken throughout the Roman Empire. And this was the first census that was taken when Quirinius was the governor of Syria. All returned to their own ancestral towns to register for this census. And because Joseph was a descendant of King David, he had to go to Bethlehem in Judea, David's ancient home. He traveled there from the village of, Nazar of Nazareth in Galilee. And he took with him Mary, his fiancée, who was now obviously pregnant. And when they were there, the time came for her baby to be born. And she gave birth to her first child, a son. And she wrapped him snugly in strips of cloth and laid him in a manger because there was no lodging for them available for them. That night... There were shepherds staying in the fields nearby, guarding their flocks. Suddenly, an angel of the Lord appeared among them, and the radiance of the, of the Lord's glory surrounded them. They were terrified. But the angel reassured them, Don't be afraid, he said. I bring you good news that will bring great joy to all people. The Savior, yes, the Messiah, the Lord, has been born today in Bethlehem, the city of David, and you will recognize him by this sign. You will find a baby wrapped snugly in strips of cloth, lying in a manger. Suddenly the angel was joined by a vast host of others, the armies of heaven praising God and saying, Glory to God in highest heaven, and peace on earth to those with whom God is pleased. When the angels had returned to heaven, the shepherds said to each other, let's go to Bethlehem. Let's see this thing that has happened, which the Lord has told us about. They hurried to the village and found Mary and Joseph, and there was the baby lying in the manger. After seeing him, the shepherds told 
everyone what had happened and what the angel had said to them about this child. All who heard the shepherd's story were astonished. But Mary kept all these things in her heart and thought about them often. The shepherds went back to their flocks, glorifying and praising God for all they had heard and seen. It was just as the angel had told them. It's, Amen. So cool to, so growing up, uh, our tradition was my dad on Christmas morning was where we would open all our gifts. I married a woman who the majority of their gifts were Christmas Eve, and so real tension in our marriage <laughs> right there. Um, but my dad would read the Luke 2 story before, and as a kid, you're just sitting there like, can you not read faster? Oh, Can we right please on. get through this? So we can get, <laughs> so we get to the presents. And now, sitting here as a 51-year-old mm. adult, to hear the three of you read, it's like, man, I could just sit, sit in, in the beauty of that yeah. story. And you know, we've been doing that in the series. Mm -hmm. um, so give us an, where have we been in this series? I think it's been fun to kind of be all over in the series. You know, mm -hmm. we've kind of looked at it from different perspective. We've looked at it from the perspective of Mary mm -hmm. and, you know, how um, just unexpected it was for her and how she wasn't alone in the midst of that. Yeah. And there were people alongside her uh, as she was going through that. We looked at it from the perspective of Herod hmm. and how, you know, Herod tried to control the situation as he found out the, the, the bad news for him that there was a new king yeah. in town. Yeah. Um, and then, you know, we looked again at Mary and Joseph and Elizabeth and how yeah. uh, they did life together and how they worshiped together. Yeah. Um, and then, you know, we, we looked at the story uh, from the perspective of um, Simeon and, and Anna and how they had been waiting for such a long time and what it looks like for us uh, to wait. And, um, you know, for me, the one that grabbed my attention probably the most was thinking about the story of Herod because uh, mm. we had never really, you know, I hadn't really thought about it a lot from that perspective. Yeah. Um, and so as we were preparing for that, I, I just thought about how often I can be like Herod, you know, and I I Not in that you're trying to, like, kill people and <laughs> the whole you. thing. But <laughs> I appreciate that. <laughs> Not that far. No. Yeah. But, you know, like, yeah. there's, as life moves forward, I, I don't think I'm a control freak. But then I realize, as I've been <laughs> facing some, you know, challenges in our life, I do try to control things. Yeah. I try to, like, get as many possible scenarios figured out so that whichever one might happen, I've got mm -hmm. the solution figured out. Mm -hmm. And I've realized as I've been walking so, through this. So what happens for you normally when, when you've lined up all those things, right? you've controlled the situation, <laughs> yeah. and it still doesn't go the way you want? Oh. What happens? That's a great question. I mean, I think uh, to some degree I probably try to continue to control it, yeah. you know, and, and make up a new. Hold stronger. Exactly, entire, yeah, yeah. Grab on stronger. So, I mean, I'm like Herod sometimes. Yeah, um, totally. And I, yeah. I've been thinking about how I need to let go yeah. and let God be yeah. the one who is in control. God has, is working yeah. out all, thi uh, all things for the good of those who follow him. Yeah. And, um, and I need to let go and let God take care of that. So mm. good. I think in that story of Herod and Jesus, just I remember as we were looking yeah. at the comparison of the two, Jesus, no worries at all. I mean, as a baby, of course, he doesn't care. <laughs> right. But just that imagery of Jesus coming in, he's not worried about his throne. Mm -mm. But when he came, instead of Herod, it was really holding on to his kingship and holding on to his kingdom and his reign his and his power. power. Mm -hmm. Jesus gave up mm -hmm. his power. Mm -hmm. Jesus yeah. yes. invited people into a kingdom that was for everyone. And peace was not for him. 
because his life would mean his own death. And I'm just, I think in that week, I just remember sitting um, in the sanctuary and hearing that message of like, wow, Jesus being king gave up mm. his throne. Um, and yes, all the time we have stories of kings and queens being born babies and they become, you know, kings and queens. Yeah. But here Jesus gave up his throne. Mm-hmm. Did not consider equality right. with God something, something to be grasped. Be grasped. Yeah. yeah. And how Herod went to extreme measures, yeah. killing all of these babies just to try to find yeah. the one. Right. Yeah. He caused more chaos and oh. more mess. And that's what we do when we try yes. to try grab to that. the yeah. mess. It, we create more mess sometimes. Right. So for me, the, the gospel message was really understanding that Jesus was honestly, truly giving up everything. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And what does it look like for me to do that in my own life? But what does it mean for me to, to be able to hang on to Christ yeah. mm-hmm. in the midst of that? And what does it mean for me to find joy yeah. in the midst of when I'm doing that very thing? That's good. The story that stood out to me was Mary's song. Mm-hmm. I just love that. Um, in Luke 1, perhaps it is. Mm-hmm. And when Mary is receiving this news that is unprecedented, unheard of, nobody's ever experienced yeah. this before, she doesn't know what to expect. And yet, very quickly is able to say, how you have chosen me, this humble servant. I am not worthy. Thank you for this, you know, this gift. And so quickly she turns it into worship. And I want to be like that. Whatever the unexpected thing that is landing in my lap, even something I might consider negative. What if it was a health diagnosis or Mm -hmm. something really challenging? I want to be able to turn it around and say, thank you, God, for entrusting me with this thing, and I know you are with me in it. Mm -hmm. Because Mary somehow had that much trust in Mm -hmm. God that she knew it was going to be good. Good work. throughout, Throughout the Christmas story, we were talking about this is, I'm in awe of the level of immediate trust of so many of the characters. Yeah. Um, where Joseph. My, I mean, Joseph had to get on board. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and we don't know all the, you know, no. exact in and out, but it's, it's really, um, a couple of things stood out to me. One is, I'm just like, the, two, the Herod story was one. I, we, were, we were saying we've never looked at the Christmas story with Herod from that perspective of how he tried to control the situation, to manipulate it, to hold on tightly and, Mm-hmm. Um, that is, that is uh, one of the ones where it was like, man, that is me to a T, where I'm trying to manipulate and control the situation, people's perspective of me, whatever it might be. Um, and the, word, the, the line that I remember from that week was, I don't have to keep it all together. Mm-hmm. You know? and, and so often I do, and I want this, this image of who I am or what I'm doing, and it's like, it's, it's not who God made me to be an errant here point on the whole Christmas story. It's like God came down, so I didn't have to try and keep it all together. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so the, the other one that, that I really liked was um, this last Sunday was Simeon and Anna. Mm-hmm. It was just a, these faithful, elderly people who, again, they weren't like Herod, manipulating or controlling. They, weren't, mm-hmm. they, they knew that God, what God said would be true. They knew the faithfulness of God, and they were themselves faithful people. And mm-hmm. In the story, you know, um, Brian Priestow of Rosa Parks, we were talking that, that because Mary and Joseph were faithful Jews observing the laws, observing these things, they went to the temple and Simeon and Anna got to have this just joyous experience, mm-hmm. right? Because they waited faithfully. And I think as mm-hmm. Christians today, especially in America, where we don't like waiting, 
Uh, we don't like to wait in line. We don't like to wait in, you know, you could go on and on and on. Mm -hmm. and, and we, we often, I think, even in some of that, our, our theology comes out of that, right? Mm -hmm. uh, we don't want pain, and so we do a lot of things to avoid pain, or we read, it, read mm -hmm. into, like, no, a lot of Scripture is... But imagine if Anna and Simeon hadn't yeah. waited faithfully. Yeah. They may have missed that moment. If they would have been like, forget it, I'm going home. Or thought it was something else. Yeah. Or, yeah. But they were so in tune with the Spirit and mm -hmm. faithful mm -hmm. all of those years yes. that they recognized yeah. when yeah. Jesus had and come. And the text says that a couple of times. Simeon with the Holy Spirit. Yes. Yeah. So I think there is this mm -hmm. real sense of being so connected to God, so connected to yeah. the story of God. That and when we're not, if we're rushing yeah. and filling and numbing yeah. and all these things, yeah. we might miss it. Yeah. I mean, God is always encountering us. He's right, right. always there. But when we're trying to rush through, we mm -hmm. make, you know, it's a risk that we may not notice him. And so I think we, we've said in a number of times in this series, I, I think our invitation for you today, especially Christmas 2022, is um, to be fully present to the fact that God loves you and wants to be with you. Um, and to be fully present to the fact that you can find joy in whatever your setting is today, right? Um, whether you're driving way north, where a couple of you are driving north to go to be with family, um, or if you're just going to be present with family and it's easy, it's hard, it's, it's not hard, it, it's the first Christmas without somebody, it may be the last, whatever it might be, mm -hmm. we believe God has joy for you today. Mm -hmm. Amen. Aaron, would you close us in prayer? Absolutely. Jesus, we thank you that you came to be with us. And although maybe we are in a place where we are feeling joy, we're excited to be with mm. maybe family and others around us, maybe we find ourselves in a place where there is not joy, dealing with sickness or feeling alone. Jesus, we pray that for all of us in this moment right now, it's not about us always just trying to create it, make it, or, or to fake joy. Mm. But Jesus, right now we just pray your Holy Spirit would come and would overwhelm each of us that you would give us joy. That Jesus, you are the gospel. You are the good news. You come in the middle of our life to meet us. And that we get to choose you. We get to choose to follow you today. And you overwhelm us with your grace, with your love, with your second chances, mm -hmm. and with your presence. And so here on Christmas Day, we remember your gift of your presence. So may that allow us to be present with you and present with those around us today. We pray this in your name, Jesus, and all God's children said, Amen. 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 Merry, Merry Christmas. Christmas. Merry Christmas.